We've discussed the backgrounds. We went through the other opinions of the Rishonim and understanding the difference of why the Torah focuses on reward in this world as opposed to focusing on Adam Abba. That was only the first question we asked. The second question we asked is so we understand why the Torah doesn't talk about Adam Abba or better why the Torah needs to talk about physical reward but then how are we meant to understand what Adam Abba is? And here we come to a very beautiful insight that the Chacham is going to give us when he answers the Kuzari. So if you're following inside, you're holding Basif Katan Kuftarid. And that's what the king tells him, Omar Kuzari. The king tells the Chacham, Ani raya she zulaschem shmenim mi I see that the promises of future reward from the other religions are much more, so to speak, tempting than what the Torah offers. Amr Achaveh, so the Chacham answers him, so he said, yes, that was the answer of the Kuzari. Everything else which is promised for any other religion only happens after death. And therefore, there's nothing in a person's life which they promise will happen if he keeps their religion. There's nothing which shows that it's true. Everything they promise only happens after death. And now, that was the first point to what we said. Kazari holds, and that is, you, if you want to prove something, then to promise something which no one will know, and no one can prove or disprove, is not a very strong proof. But now the king comes with a very interesting insight. Omar HaKazari, the king says, the truth is, even though every other religion promises fantastic uh, pleasure in the afterlife, I haven't seen anybody who believes in any other religion and therefore they believe in this uh, future reward which they think they're going to get that, he, that he's in a rush to get there. <laughs> if you could push it off by a thousand years and you could stay here alive even with the difficulties of this world, its its frustrations, So as much as they promise whatever whatever reward it's going to be, says the king, I don't see anybody who's in a hurry to get there. On the contrary, if a person could choose, he'd much rather stay here. Now let's understand this. This is a very good point. Why? If they really believe that the afterlife is so much better, so they should try to get there as quickly as possible. Why? Why waste more time, so to speak? Uh, in the less satisfying, in the less successful or the less enjoyable situation in this world, and uh, rather than going there more quickly to enjoy whatever they believe they're going to enjoy in the afterlife. It's also for us the same thing. No. Uh, obviously, someone's going to ask the question. So, what, what's the answer? What, what has our, how do we answer that question? We're building it as we go. Uh. So there's, there's two good answers. The first one is the one that the Kuzari is going to say we're going to see. That's uh, the, the Dover Omak, the deep point that he's going to mention, which I want to get to. But the truth is, even before that, on a much simpler level, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. I'll tell you what the difference is. And that is, and that is, let's take Christianity just as an example, because that's what the, he was referring to even in a veiled way. And that is, 
There isn't that much to do. Right? Christian dogma is that if a person believes in Yashka, then he, he deserves the afterlife. There isn't that if he believes in it for longer, he'll deserve more afterlife. <laughs> He's there. If he believes, he gets it. So, then what, so now you're already zaychet, whatever there is you think you're going to get, so God, what are you waiting for? By us, that's not what we understand Olam Abba. We understand Olam Abba is something cumulative. And, and therefore... Well, why not? Why not? You're looking for something so much better. But by us, the idea of Olam Abba is not that once we've done some good thing, we get Olam Abba. It's cumulative. The more a person does, the more he's going to get. So of course we understand Olam Abba is better, but we're in no rush to get to it because we can develop more as we go along. It's not like a standard thing that if, you, if you're in, you're in, so to speak. On the contrary. Like the Nefesh Chaim writes, uh, a few times the Chaim Rezaim writes, this is Rosh Baslichus, and he's like, I'm Nefesh Chaim, right? That the Hanav Olam Azeh is that the fact that a person can use it in order to amass more, they'll get more Olam Abba from it. And therefore, of course, we think it's better for us. But we will not, we're in no rush to get there because the longer we're here, the more we're going to get. As opposed, but then, a person's life is focused. We aren't here to waste time. Every moment, every minute, a person could be doing with learning Torah, having a or whatever it is, doing chesed. So we're building more. So, of course, we want to live longer, but we want to live longer for a reason. As opposed to, again, we're talking about here specifically is Christianity. There isn't that idea that a person has to do something the whole time to gain more after that. If he's a believer, he's like he gets. So what's he waiting for? Yeah, no it's a little aside. The, the, the Qudari and the Chacham aren't talking about, what about uh, Muslim terrorists who, who do give up their lives and are prepared to sacrifice themselves because of an afterlife. The Matthias shows that a person who's prepared to give up his life here is only because his life is really disappointing. He doesn't have too many options here. And therefore, it's easier for him to be swayed by ideas of a much better future if he just will sacrifice himself and he'll get it. For the person who's successful here, right, it's much harder for him to make him to a terrorist. On the contrary, when they're looking to recruit terrorists, they always look at the, the non-successful, the people who don't have too many up prospects for the future, the people who, like, who are giving up too much here to get there. But the argument holds true there as well. And that is, if you hold it, whatever you've got here is going to be better. So even if you are an up-and-coming, successful, whatever it's going to be, person in that religion, right, you should still, if you, if you believe that that's going to be better for you, so then... As good as you have here, you're going to get better there. So why not? Okay, so that's the, the first point the Kuzari says. And what's the implication of that? What's the implication? That it's uh, as much as it's promised, it's not really believed. Because if a person really believed that, then he's right. What's the person wasting time for? Why shouldn't you want to get there more quickly? So how does the Khaber respond to this? Omar Khaber. What would you say? What happens if you would say to somebody who actually saw that? He's referring to what he spoke of before Muhammad Harsina. But he's someone who actually experienced that spiritual revelation that we saw in Harsina. So how should he be feeling? Right, so in, it's true that the, the, the non-Jews or the other religions, even though they promised whatever afterlife is going to be, there's no, no rush to get there. But what would you say for a person who actually witnessed Muhammad Hasid? How would he meant? How's he meant to feel? Well, which statement is he responding? To? Sorry, without a doubt, it's without a doubt that a person who experienced that level of spirituality, he should want it back again. 
And that means he's going to have to separate his neshama from his body in order to reconnect to that level of ruchnis. That's what he should want to do. If it, if it was such a powerful experience, so then he should spend his whole life waiting to get back there again. In, in other words, he should also want to die. Exactly the same thing. If a person experienced the, not just what we said that was told as was going to be, but a person experienced something that powerful spiritually, so then of course he should want it back. If that means he's going to have to leave his body to reconnect to that level, then of course that's what he should want. Okay. That's what he wanted him to say. And now comes the Yusayr. And as I said, this is a very deep Yusayr. And that's what the Kazar wants to explain. I said, the Chab. Amr Chab. Says, he says to the king, you're 100% right. And therefore, Aval Yudainu, our goal, our end point, our purpose, is Hitbaknu Be'inyan Ha'ilaki Be'nevu, Umashu Karabu. Is to connect to Hashem, whether it's through Nevu or something similar to that. And that that spiritual kayak will connect to us, so to speak. That's for us. That's our greatness. That's our honor. And just like we experienced there at Matantara, that's what we're looking to get back again. We're looking to get that back, but we don't have to die for that. We don't have to die for that because it's possible to experience it here as well. And that's what he says. Let's read it inside. It doesn't say the Torah. If you keep all the mitzvahs, I'll bring you after you die to the pleasure and to the future that you want. It doesn't need us to die to get there. It says, if you do the keep the mitzvahs, You'll be for me, my nation, I'll be for you, Alekim. There'll be those of you who will stand in front of me, that means the Avoida, or Mishiyal the Shemaim, even those who will go up to Shemaim. Like those who could, so to speak, intermingle with the angels, if what a person wants to achieve is Ruchnius, the ability to connect to that world and the ability to connect to Akadosh Baruch Hu, says the Kuzari, you don't have to die for that. It's shy for a person to experience that when he's alive. Just like he experienced it by Hasinai, it's shy to experience it again. And not only that, a person who was a Navi and would be able to connect to that level of Avodah Hashem, that level of Ruch HaKadosh or even more in the world itself, so then he has the reward while he's alive. He has the goal he wants to without dying. And therefore he says, the Chacham tells the Kazari, you're 100% right. A person who once experienced Nebuah, who once experienced that level of Dvekus, of closeness, of course that's what they want to get. He doesn't have to die for that. The Torah never said that you have to die to experience Dvekus. The person can experience it here as well. And not only that, Harstinai gave us the taste of what Hanoi Ruchnis means. The experience that the whole of Kaishal had by Harsinai, that they heard Hashem speak, like the, it's described so beautifully in Shirashirim, Nafshi Yatsu Badabri. The Kaishal felt the Nisham was leaving them when they heard the, when they heard by Hashem. And therefore the Pasuk carries on. I look for it again and again. I, I, once I've had that experience, I'm looking for it again. Except, the way to get there isn't to kill yourself. 
A person doesn't have to die to experience it. The way to get there is to get to that level of ruchnius that a person can experience it while he's still alive. And he goes back to his mashal of Moshe again, no? Just like Moshe could interact with Malachim, could go up to Shemaim while he was alive. And other Nevim as well. Whatever, whatever level they were, they could interact with the level of ruchnius while they were alive. Not only that, the Malachim will come down to them. The Malachim will come down to meet, interact with you here in this world. Looking after you, fighting for you. So then we have that goal we're looking for, which is the, the Ruchniya's goal, so to speak, of what the Torah provides. And that is the connection to the, the spiritual world. Tzayach here as well. And therefore, of course the person wants to get it. That's, what, that's you or David, that's our goal, that's what we're working towards. But of course the person wants to get it, and the person wants to get it here. And therefore the Kuzari is saying something else. One doesn't have to, even the spiritual role which the Torah tells us about, doesn't, isn't something a person has to wait to die to experience. The spiritual reward the Torah tells us about is a person, something a person can experience while he's still alive. Now, so what's, what, what happens after a person dies? So he's going to explain, saying outside first, before we read inside, what's going to happen is it'll get better. Of course, the person's more limited in how much he can experience when he's alive. And when the person's no longer alive, then obviously he's less, so to speak, trapped by the physical part of himself, and therefore he's able to experience more. But the Maisel, the, the experience is Shaykh here too. The, the, the Hanah of Ruchnius, the Dveikus, is Shaykh here also. Right. What comes out of the Kuzari is that the Maisel for sure there's spiritual Hanah in this world. Not only that, it's, meant, it's the Tachis of this world. And we haven't finished the, the paragraph yet. He's going to go into much more Arikas to explain this point. Right. How do we reconcile that with the Hakdam to the Messiah Shashar? The Messiah Shashar writes that the and that is And in we don't have that. And therefore, we understand that this world is not the Ikka, the Ikka is the Olam Right? So then, how does that? The Messiah Sisharim himself, in Messiah Sisharim, this is where he gets to. We start from the beginning and the end, that's Hakdam Sisharim. And if you follow the Sefer right to the end, then he gets to the Rechah Kodesh. Right, what's the end? What's the end stage of of the Messiah's of ladder? Well, it starts with Torah. Maybe there's a heresies, resists to the to precious and chassidus and Tyre and Yura and eventually Kedush and Kedush. Maybe there's a Kedush. So he got there too. So what does he mean? That the we can ask him there obey. Right? You said that the 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 makom of the the person can enjoy ruchni. This is Ali Olam Abba, which is nivnes with the hachalas, which are already necessary for that. But you also say that it's have to get to the Kedush. Right, and in the original Nusach, which was before, before the world changed, was I have to get to Nevoa like that. Right, Rosh Hashanah has revolved many times. That before, Rosh Hashanah revolved many times. That that same ladder of the Messiah Sisharim, right, will eventually have landed up Kedush Mevilidei Nevoa. But since today there's no more Nevoa in the world, so it's now Rosh Hashanah, that's the highest we can get to. But that was the same Mahalach which a person wanted to do, to become a Navi. Okay, so you get there also. So what does he mean? Okay, so really this is not to explain the Kuzari, this is to explain the Messiah Sashar. 
But the answer is, if you look at the Mitzvah Shisharim, and you look at his Akdama carefully, he repeats the same Akdama three times, on three levels. What you mention now is the first part of the Akdama. But the Mitzvah Shisharim goes back, and he says, and he repeats the whole thing a second time. And he says, is the Shlemus. We said the first time was the Hanah and Oil Abba. He said, if you mind again, you'll see that really the Shlemus is the Deir Shlemus. And then he says the third time. He says it's all in the Hakdam. All in the Hakdam. And he says it the third time. When he took it again, you'll understand even more than that that the Ikh is Avayr Sashem. And what's going on? As opposed to this Anagash. So what happens? Well, he changed three times in the same Hakdam. Read it carefully. The first level is the Sanek Hashem, enjoyment, and then he says that's only Olam because the person can't enjoy this world, that that's not ready for that, only Olam And even more than that, right, the tachas of a person is to come to Shlemus. And he talks about the mind of Shlemus, and then he says more than that, the tachas of a person is to come to Avayr Hashem. Yeah. So what's the answer? So I'll tell you the key to the Mzizah Shah. Again, Shemaitim Revolver, but I'll tell you the key to Mzizah Shah. The key to Mesir Shari works through three stages. Right? We know that there's a, there's a Rashi Tavis, Yitzchak. There's a Rashi Tavis for the levels of Oyvid Hashem, which Yitzchak have been the was. Yisharim, Tzadikim, Chassidim, Kedoshim. We said in the Shabbos morning, David, if you Yisharim, the Sadal, the Divrit, Tzadikim, Chassidim, or Kerav Kedoshim. The person who starts has to be a Yasha. Okay, Adam, okay, Rakim Baris Adam Yasha. So, therefore, the starting point where the person comes to the Shisharim, it has to be on the level of a Yasha. And now we go through three, three levels. The first one is the level of a Tzadik. The level of a Tzadik is the first three, the first, so to speak, three levels, levels in the Shisharim talks about. Zahiris, Zahiris, Nakis. He says it himself. He says, when a person does that, and he's showing all the mitzvahs properly, he's not doing any of he's a Tzadik. Tzadik, fine. Now we're going to the second round. Chassidim. Precious Chassidus Tyre. That's the level of a Chassid. He says it himself. That's, that's Chassidus. And now we're going to the top level. Another year of Kedoshis Kedoshim. The level of Mesir Shashan works in triplicates. It's three stages. Which I can tell you. Sermon of Asit Tov and Asit and Mesir by name are Tadik, Chassid, Kodesh. It's the same three stages. The Akdam is broken to those three things also. It depends what you're holding. For the Tadik, the person wants to do the right thing, then yes. If I'm doing the right thing, the reward is going to This world, and what I want to do is, what's, where am I going to get the most pleasure out of it? The most pleasure I get in my Ramabah. That's the answer for Zayik. You can't stop this, this Shlav early. Right, you have to go in order. You have to go, to you have to go in order. Yeah. Uh, so for the Tzadik, if he's making a cash from what's the right thing to do in this world, be a Tzadik. Why? Because you'll get a Ramabah, which is more, worth, worth more than anything I can give you. Then, when you get beyond that. The Asim understand there's more than reward. Shlemus. That's the level of a chassid. And then if he comes back, the whole thing again. What says, does that mean, though, Shlemus? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> First you have to explain the Amsterdam to Shari. Right. And then, uh, then it comes to the last level, and then it's, and if you look, uh, because then you'll see it really something called Kedusha. When a person comes to Kedusha, then the Hanoah comes here in this world. It's achievable here. Yeah, it's achievable here. Because he's to a certain degree separating himself from this world in this world. And uh, no, that's, no. Separating himself is precious in Chassidus. Kedusha is that the person, that's what he says in the Shire of Kedusha, when he gets to it, the beer brings to Kedusha, that what a person eats is like a carbon, what he drinks is like Nusachim. And what everything he does is like Kedusha. Right? And then we made it, the Hanazi. Then a person, that, that's the level of a Navi. 
So in Achanami, it's a stage. But you have to go through all three stages. There's different levels. And that's why in Achanami, that's the answer. I'm slow until now, just to answer your question, to explain how this show works. But the, if you're going back to the top level, which which the Kuzari is referring to here, and the Sishram also refers to, right, the level of a Kaddish, in Achanami. It's experience, one can experience it here. How do you motivate yourself? Uh, to that level. That he's on the level of a Kaddish. He can, he can experience the level of Ruach HaKaddish. So then he has that connection here too. So that he wants it here. Then he's, it's not like he's... It's, it's true, there's more. It's true, it will increase. But it's not like he's missing the level of reward. He has it with him. So that's the first part of the Chazar's argument. Again, it's a Chiddush. The Torah itself gives the reward. That itself is... And this is what the Rambam also refers to. The Rambam also refers to. I said yesterday, right. And that is that the Torah talks about the spiritual reward. That's the spiritual reward. You'll feel that connection. You'll get to that level. You'll be a Goy Kodesh. You'll be an Amsagula. That's exactly what the Torah says. Simcha is connection. 